Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physiomemes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. Today, Sarah and I are here to give you guys our weekly updates, and we are going to be talking more about making money while in PT school. And we all want to know, you know, what are the ways that I can generate income while I am a student? And we are going to really dive deep into that. But before we do, Sarah, how was your week? Hmm, should I start with big news or small news? <laughs> we have to start with the big news first. So I just got engaged last week. It was actually right before last week's episode came out, but nobody knew, like I didn't announce it yet. Yeah, that was crazy. So I'm super excited. We're, we're getting married. It'll be a while, but <laughs> in a couple years. And the other news. See, the other news is not, is not as exciting. <laughs> the other news is just like, it's the end of midterms, which is really exciting, but you can't be getting engaged. So for me, <laughs> being done with midterms is such a relief. And I know many of you can relate right now. If you just finished midterms and you're like, oh, you can breathe, you can relax your mind, you can wake up and not feel like you're missing something. Like you should be studying, you should be, you know, doing dot, dot, dot. So that's this week. What about you, Gabby? That is so exciting. And guys, just to give you a little picture. So <laughs> this was, oh, this was on Saturday night. I was about to go to bed. It was 937. I, I like distinctly remember looking at my phone and, you know, it had, it had been a long day of studying and that was not a great day for me. Like just in general. And I get a call from Sarah. So I was like, I, I need to answer this. And then <laughs> all of a sudden they're, her and Jason are driving home. And when they told me, I just started freaking out and, you know, screw going to bed. Like I was so excited. And I got a little like emotional because I know, you know, I've met Jason and obviously like Sarah and I have met and it was just so amazing. I was not expecting to hear news like that. So I was so happy for both of you. And it's surreal. Like once you send me and you posted the picture on social media, I mean, oh, it was awesome. And I'm just looking behind you and Missy's head is just like intently listening to your story. <laughs> Gabby's dog is just in the back chilling right now. It's so cute. Our mascot. Our mascot. But yes, so that was this weekend. 
and that was like the best thing that happened. <laughs> but other than that, I was in finals this week. As you guys know, I was in that condensed semester, seven weeks. And this finals, it really wasn't that bad. And, you know, thinking about previous finals weeks, but uh, on Monday, I had an exam and a practical, but this was, this practical was sitting one-on-one -on -one with one of my classmates and doing health coaching. So we picked a problem that we wanted to, or health behavior that we wanted to change. And, you know, whoever was doing the health coaching, they ask you certain questions and you agree on what you want to do. So it was actually pretty cool. And that was really fun. Shout out to Madison because her and I were just giggling the whole time right before we started. And we literally had to just like, we had to zone in and just focus, but that went well. And then I had my big exam for adult neuro rehab, and that was my main class this semester. And it was really just an awesome class in general, but the final went well. I had my practical on Thursday and I passed. So that went really well. And yeah, it was great. The patient that I had, he was so cool. And I told him, I was like, I'm going to see you again. I want to work with you more. So I was really happy. And then that's it. One more pro bono clinic and officially on break. But yeah, take a deep breath. You finish midterms slash finals. And if you want to do nothing, if you just want to sit around and watch TV or Netflix or whatever all day, like give yourself permission to do that because we're always on the go and we always think we have to do something. And when we're not doing anything or we're just like sitting and I don't know, focusing on school, you think you need to do something. There's like, there's always something that I need to do, but this is your break. You literally do not have anything to do. And that's what I'm telling myself because I haven't had a time where I'm just like, just being super lazy and doing nothing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Getting over that study guilt, people. Get over it. I know it's not easy, but if you have a break, you need to breathe. That's huge. So on to our big topic of today, which is making money while in PT school. And this is something as we say in our vision for you is to go through physical therapy school successfully without any debt. That is a huge thing. And Sarah and I are just super passionate about this because we know it is possible. And it's only possible if you believe it. And that's the first step. You have to believe in yourself that you're able to actually do this. And it's been crazy talking to students who are on this path and are currently making money while in school and, you know, being accepted. So being able to do that while you're in school. And it's not just a little bit of money either. Like we're talking, how are you actually going to make a dent in your loans, in your life, in your cost of living? How are you going to change your life? Because we all know in PT school, like money is normally the limiting factor and we want it not to be anymore. We want you to have that weight off your shoulders because that is an incredible burden to bear all of your student loans. And that's the point of today because there are many, many ways to make money in PT school that doesn't include working retail, serving at a restaurant, being a bartender, etc. But yeah, Gabby, what ways, let's just talk about a couple ways that PT students currently make money in PT school. Like, what about your classmates? Where, if you know, different places they work or things that they do? Yeah, for sure. So I know a few of my classmates are 
caregivers or? Yeah, like STNAs. Yeah, so they're caregivers and my prof- one of my professors, uh, she's our pediatrics professor and she posts and emails us when there's opportunities to work with a child, be there two to three times a week and pick them up from school, you know, whatever you need to do, like help them with their therapy. And I know a few of my classmates are doing that. And a few of them are like two or three are with the same family so they can coordinate schedules. And so that's one way I know my, um, specifically in my program that how they generate more money. But I think that's the main way. I don't believe anybody is in personal training, but you can be a personal trainer on the side and do that on the weekends. You have time before class. People want personal training early before work and as soon as they're done with work. And you know when you're free as a student, early before class and when you're done with class. And you have time that you could do that during the week and on the weekends. Yeah, that is so true. And actually, that you bring that up, one of the guests that we've had on, he does personal training and it's online and in person. So he combines that with the online portion and and going to meet his client in person. And Sarah, you do that as well. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's the best for me. The only reason I still do that, besides the fact that I do really like it, um, besides that, but the only reason I'm still doing it is not because of the money. It's because it's great practice. Like for me, I'm learning a lot and I'm putting into practice things that I am learning in PT school. And although I'm personal training online, it's really, really helpful for the, the other person and for me to just learn from them and be able to better communicate with patients and like work on motivational interviewing and all of that stuff to make a change in somebody's life. That is so amazing because you can, you know, implement these skills that you've learned and apply them to all aspects of what you're learning in PT school and how you're going to communicate with your patients. So that is, I would say, one of the other big areas that students can make money. And then online, on social media, we know that that is an up and coming thing. And the good thing with social media and creating content, building websites, editing podcasts, like doing all of this, it is on your own time. So you, you know, you do this on your own schedule. And as long as things get done, then it's your, it's your freedom. It's your time freedom. And we all know our time is valuable in PT school, we don't have a lot of time. And so being able to learn these skills and learn it from, you know, a PT business owner or whoever it may be, then this is going to translate into later on when you do graduate and are finding a job, you know, they're going to be, your employer is going to be looking for someone who has these unique skills that not all new grads have. And so separating yourself and really knowing what you can provide to your employer if they're looking for someone to do marketing or branding, then you know how to do that. And I would, I personally, I would think that I would want to hire someone who has these skills than someone who is just coming out of school and doesn't know these skills. And even if you're not looking for a job, even if you want to do your own 
business, be your own boss, those are valuable for yourself to be able to do all of that. And can I tell you a short story, Gabby? This, <laughs> I will leave names out, but I was in class and some of my classmates are chatting. If you guys are listening, I appreciate you bringing this up because so many other PT students feel the same way, but they're talking about like working a lot during PT school, working a ton of hours. This person was a server at a restaurant. They were working like 25 or 30 hours a week, making some money, but being super, super stressed out because they don't have all the time that they had hoped to study for midterms not doing super well in midterms because they were so stressed out because they were working all the time and still that money wasn't really making a dent in their rent. It wasn't really making a dent in their student loans and they were struggling. Like you guys know the struggle and you know, there are other ways that you could go about this instead of saying, Oh, I'm going to work 20 hours a week. So then I can make $200 a week if I make $10 an hour. But what happens to those 20 hours? <laughs> what else could you be doing with those 20 hours? Like what would you actually want to do with that time if you had it back and you still had that money? And I think it's really important to think about that because it's such a limiting factor, especially for things like conferences, things like taking a small vacation, like enjoying time to yourself, enjoying time with your friends and family. <laughs> and for this person, the limiting factor for going to a conference was the money and also the time because he's trading all his time, not getting much money back for it. And now he can't go do the things he enjoys or the things he wants to do to better his future physical therapy career. That is such a big thing. And if you think about it, you want to do something that you enjoy doing and find something that you love, find something that you like doing. I guess the big thing here is that you're not limited to having in quotation marks, like, Oh, I have to work these hours in order to pay these bills. It's, oh, I want to build this thing because I want to help more people and make a bigger impact and not have as much of an issue and stress about my loans for my cost of living. That's it. That was it, 100%. And we want to tell you guys that we know students who are doing this. So we know one student who is generating over $2,500 per month. He has clients, but he's learning all of these things and he has these skills already built where he can, he can do this for other people and, you know, learning in the process. So it can definitely be done. He is one of the people who is actually doing it right now. And there are more students like him who are generating this income where it will put a dent in your rent or be able, like there said, loans. yeah, and your loans. And for you to be able to travel to conferences and do what you want, that is such a huge thing. Our main point of this is we want you to be able to 
build this for yourself. And so that you can work with the people that you want to. If there's a certain niche you, you feel that you connect with, and if it's something that you are super passionate about. So for example, for me, uh, working with soccer players, like I grew up playing the game and I feel like that, you know, I still, I still try and play as much as possible, but um, that is what I'm passionate about. Uh, one of my passions, but like something like that, where I know I can build something in the future is, is great. And then Sarah, for you, what is it outside of, you know, gratitude, like that you feel like you can serve your audience? So for me, like many of you know, it's definitely endurance athletes. But the thing is, you don't have to be confined to whatever you choose now. You have the option to change your mind and you can always change your mind and it's never too late. And I know it can be very intimidating. You're like, oh, I have to find this niche and I have to figure all this out before I even take the first steps to creating my own thing because what if no one likes it and what if someone else already has the thing out there? It doesn't matter because it's you and people are attracted to you not necessarily always to what somebody else is doing, even if someone else is doing the same thing. So I think that's super important for you guys to keep in mind because Gabby and I are doing this together. You don't have to do anything alone. So Gabby and I haven't made a ton of money on the podcast until uh, I'm so uncomfortable talking about money. Oh my God. I can't even say it. <laughs> the point is you can work really hard for a year and maybe not make any money, but it's about who you're impacting. And if you're in it for the money, it's not going to come and you can't be in it for that reason, but it's going to be a byproduct of how many people you're helping. And so over time, as you're helping more people, you're creating things to help them throughout their life. That's what's going to generate an income for you. And for Gabby and I, that was not until recently. And now it's happening because now we've put something together that we can actually offer people to help them and to help you all get through school on your first try debt free because we know it's possible for you. Yeah, exactly. And if you're waiting for people to come to you, then it's not going to happen. You have to put yourself out there. And if you have something that you want to do. Yeah. Just point. do it. Imperfect action. That is it. If there's one thing that we learned over this past year is imperfect action. And that I'm going to credit um, Will Boyd and Alex Engar because if it, if it weren't for them to say that when I first, when I first heard it at a conference that we were both at, like this, this wouldn't have never happened. One more thing I want to stress you are going to be uncomfortable in these situations if you're starting something new and you're putting yourself out there, whether it be, you know, online or, or doing something that you've never done before, but you are going to be uncomfortable. And if you're comfortable, then that means you are stagnant and you don't want to learn or grow. Just know that if you're uncomfortable, and you're learning all these things that scare the shit out of you, then know that something's going to come out of it at the other end. That's what we have learned. We have done so many things for the first time where we have no idea what the response would be. And that has been, you know, 
over a year's time, it took a long time for us to, to get to this point. And we really had to dig down deep and invest in ourselves and connect with people to be able to do this. But we have, <laughs> Sarah, there have been so many times where specifically recently where we have no idea like what would happen and we were not comfortable let me say that I think the big thing to point out for those of you who like numbers let's talk numbers briefly if you're making ten dollars an hour working at some retail place and I already said this 20 hours a week that's two hundred dollars a week without taxes taken out you're sacrificing 20 hours a week to get $200, do you even have 20 hours a week? Like, <laughs> do you have that to spare for your sanity, not just for your studying time, but for your sanity? And then think about what if you do personal training, for example, we'll just use that as an example. You are all in PT school, you can all do this. You know the basics of exercise. And if you don't feel comfortable with it, you better get yourself in the gym and you can help other people change their lives and you could charge say let's go on the low end 200 bucks a month for personal training and say you get mm, 10 people that's two grand a month for 20 hours in the month so just think about that and option three Say you pre-record some video. Say you like to create a course for other people. Say you want to put something together that's a nice package that you know will help a ton of people in their life. And you spend like a couple months putting all of this stuff together and then it's done and it's ready to go and it's out there. You can continuously have that out for sale forever and you never put another hour of work into it just to think about that and whatever you charge for it it doesn't really matter anymore because now you're just making money in your sleep these are things to really consider and there are options out there that you have and if you do have questions and want to know more about these people who we've talked about or just have questions for us of how you can start this or just where to start, who to connect with, then let us know. Send us a message over social media and we would love to chat with you more because this is a huge thing. If you do want to put a dent in your loans and come out of school debt-free, then it is all on you. It is possible. You can do it. And we want you to get to that point. That is our whole big vision. That's why we, we wanted to do this. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.